Cheers, Cheers. to a hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. Let's go. Oh yeah. <laughs> That is delicious. I'll go on record and say Fortaleza is the best tequila I've ever had in my life. Okay, so Libby, what do you think we started drinking this like a year and a half ago? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't do shots, but I do shots for our official sponsor of the 100th episode mm. of the Age Like Milk podcast, Fortaleza. Fortaleza is a smooth tequila from the region of tequila, which is convenient because that's what it is. So how did that <laughs> yeah. happen? Uh, actually, if people go to the website, you can look it up. There's five generations of tequila and counting for Fortaleza. Mm. Started with a grandfather, like great, great, great grandfather, kind of moved down. Um, it's a smaller town in Jalisco and it's called tequila. They actually got that. I think they got the town named that because, um, one of them went to Japan and found like knockoff tequila and they got upset and they're like, tequila comes from this region right hmm. so um i found i don't even know how i found it but i think actually one of my buddies who used to bartend uh told me about it it was on my list got it because i love tequila i don't get hangovers because it's 100 percent agave they got reposado <laughs> blanco añejo they do a winter blend that i haven't found yet but i will and it's just i love tequila and it's uh it's my top one right now so for laser thank you that's our so, you know, that's a good, a good ad. Yeah. Fort Lesa, the official tequila of age like milk. <laughs> it's film like milk. Yes. It's got culture in it. And it's, mm, damn it. Leche. <laughs> Whole milk, skim milk, medium milk. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Hi, and welcome back to Age Like Milk. It's the 100th episode. I am one of your hosts, Paris Herbert Taylor, and with me as always is my good friend, David William Rogers. Hello to you. <laughs> I say good friend, but like, I think we're verging on best friend territory at this point. Oh, After yeah. this many hours, this many um, movies, David, what is the film we are doing today? The film that we are doing today is White Chicks. 2004, directed by Keenan Ivory Waynes, and the writing credits go to Keenan Ivory Waynes, Sean Waynes, Marlon Waynes, Andrew McElfresh. What a last name. He's McElfresh. He's fresh. He's an L. Okay. <laughs> Michael Anthony Snowden. Uh, he's in Russia right now, I think. And Xavier Cook. Um, and yeah, this... I've never seen this before, but I love really? the Waynes. Yeah, I love the Waynes Are brothers. Are you fucking serious? Especially like uh, just the Waynes family. I don't know if you guys yes, remember this show um, in Living Color, which was like another sketch show. It was fantastic. That's like where Jim Carrey got a start. Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Lopez was a dancer there. Whole history with this talented, talented family. But yes, I had not seen this. I am shook. Shooketh? I, I'm shook. I mean, I chose this because I thought it would be very terrible. And also because we do have two white chicks on the show today. So because it's our 100th episode, we were, you know, obviously like Jason Momoa was like, I really want to do this episode. And we're like, nah, mate, we've got someone better. You know, Jeremy Renner was like, hey. And we're like, no. Literally, the only people we could think to do the 100th episode with us is the people that constantly stand behind us in the shadows supporting us. We have Scott Ash and... Libby, your last name is currently escaping me. <laughs> <laughs> oh been, I my friends. God. <laughs> you guys have been friends Olivia, for a year. Olivia, 
Melanotti. <laughs> Martinotti. Martinotti. But to be Martinelli. fair, Martinelli. Apple juice. <laughs> Olivia Liza Minnelli. To be fair, uh, we are plugging this bottle because uh, Fortinelli, Fortin- uh, uh, the tequila. Oh my God. You don't get her last <laughs> name right? You get the sponsor's so last name wrong. Many drinks. Someone cut her yeah, off. Seriously. We, we are about, we have maybe a third of the bottle left um, that they blessed us mm. with. So we've, we've had a, a few shots. And, and I'll be honest, I don't do margaritas. shots anymore and I really haven't eaten. So this is going to be a fun episode. It will, but there's a thing about good tequila, like the drunk you feel. It's kind of like a lighty kind of... Yeah, I feel like, like buzz, but not yeah. like like I'm going to fight someone, which is how I feel when I drink like whiskey. You know? Well, there's only three of us here, so... I'm not laughing because I'm the one she's fighting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, you know, it's obviously such a special time to do... We've done this once before with our partners. I Now I can't also remember the episode that we did. What episode did you guys do? Oh, Tropic Thunder. And that was just... That devolved into chaos. What are you saying to devolve into chaos, man? <laughs> what do you mean by that? What do you mean chaos? Give me that goddamn map. <laughs> this is going to become the, the quotable. Tropic Thunder yeah. 2 episode. Exactly. But no, so we're doing White Chicks. David, I had no idea you had never seen this film. I like for sure thought, oh, this is one of David's favorite movies. Like it's so cheesy. No. Uh, what? You think I like cheese? I'm I think you. Like lo- I think I'm- you love like scary movie. I think you love like spoof movies. As one of the Wayne's brothers says in this movie, I'm lactose intolerant, baby. <laughs> you just thought he liked it because he's black. That's and he not likes why. and he's dating a white chick. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of similarities. No, Scott's about to go get me canceled. But I like this movie came out in 2004, and you love like hilarious. I do for whatever reason. It this, just missed this you one, by. Like, miss me. Um, maybe I was in a slump movie wise. I don't maybe. know. But I mean, this did really good in the box office. So. <laughs> I mean, it got five Razzies though, which is which is bad. bad. But then I saw the article I read. They did over a hundred million in the box That's office. Amazing. So like they got the last laugh. Yeah. Well, let's do. It's your turn to do the synopsis. It is. Let's so get into let's it. hear it. All what right. do you got? So I'm gonna try to speed this up because I'm trying to get a little more efficient <laughs> with these. What's up, girl? Uh, <laughs> Scott, you don't have to lean out to laugh. <laughs> Laughing is welcome in the podcast. Scott is face down on the table, body shaking. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, you got Sean and Marlon Waynes, and there's they're two FBI agents, and they're trying to make a name for themselves. And they open up in this, I think it's the Cuban or this Dominican-like shop. A little bit questionable on my end. Uh, we'll get so into that. Questions. Yeah. So they're in, you know whatever face you would call that. And they're trying to do the sting operation. These guys come in, they mess it up. They're trying to do a drug bust, uh, beat up the ice cream man on accident, get in trouble with the FBI boss. Um, Then they have an opportunity because these people, these women, high heiresses with money from families of money are getting kidnapped for ransom. So they're like, all right, we'll do this. We'll take this case. We got to redeem ourselves, pick these two white chicks up from the airport. They suck. Um, The dog falls out the window <laughs> and and they figure out that they're going to keep them in the hotel room. They're going to dress up like white chicks, have people from the FBI come do prosthetics, everything. And they're going to try to bait whoever's kidnapping these women into catching them. 
Um, bunch of hilarity ensues. Terry Crews goes on some dates with his big chesticles and they end up making some good friends in the end. They have a dance off and they catch the bad guys. And it's just a, it's a pretty lighthearted, pretty funny movie. Okay. So David, you'd never seen it before. Libby, had you seen it before? This was like religion when I was in high school. Okay. Me too. You, Scott, you said. I'd seen it one time before in high school. Oh my god, this is shocking to me. Uh, this movie, yeah, I watched it a shitload. Um, so many questions. First question: Would it be okay to make a movie called Black Chicks, where a bunch of white women dress up as black women? Libby, Libby as a white woman, <laughs> what did you do? As the whitest woman at the table. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would feel comfortable with that. <laughs> So you would have just been. just personally. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It's not it's not not cool. But uh So my thing watching this is like it's a like a power structure. We've talked about this in the past. Like if there wasn't a history of slavery in this country, wasn't a history of like genocide, you know, um history of like Asian hate, could you do these characters like white people doing these characters and be fine? And it's just funny because like racism and prejudice didn't exist, right? It's a whole nother story. Yeah, and if trees had boobs, could you milk them? Yeah, like this exactly. is a world that does not exist. Exactly. You know what but I'm saying? saying but correct. I wish it did. But I wish it did because then everything would be above board and you can make mm. fun of literally everything. Um, so that's why, to my point in the opening, like they did like the Dominican or Cuban yes. store owner, and it was a little like, oh my God. That was a bit too much. Yeah. A bit too much. That's, that's my first like note. No. Like yeah. having watched the film again like, with I fresh eyes if after they like thought it was derogative, years. like people from Well, my first note is are black people allowed to do Mexican things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I, I say I, no. You yeah. can't like it goes back to like the Breakfast at Tiffany's thing where it's like you've got this racist portrayal. I think if anything's done in like, okay, so as a white woman, I feel like do we deserve to be made fun of? Yes, absolutely. Like, like you're saying about the power structure, but arguably like immigrants from Hispanic backgrounds have also faced prejudice and have also faced, you know, challenges. So, and the way they did it too was just so offensive and over the top. It was so 2004. And it kept going. It was like, oh, oh, it was a little cringy for me watching like, that. La, 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 He's like yeah, doing it. It's like, songs. Oh. And it was, I definitely felt like this it was not off. necessary. It was off yeah. for sure. Like, I feel like if they dressed up like that, like they showed the guy, they told him they were doing the sting operation, they dressed up and it was like, it wasn't that cringy. It mm-hmm. would have been I would have been okay with it, maybe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it just was like, kept going. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. They they did that whole scene to establish that they could, you know, be disguised and act as different characters to set it up for later than being the white chicks. I guarantee if they they dressed as white guy bankers and there was like a bank scene, like they're bank tellers or something, that shit went down, everybody would still fucking love it. Yeah, it'd be fine. It'd be yeah. fucking hilarious. I mean, to be fair, they also made fun of the Russians as well in that scene. Like, it's just a lot of stereotyping. Were they Russian? I thought they were Italian. The guys that come in with the, the ice cream? The, the real ice cream I thought they were Italian. Oh, maybe the first uh, ones were. They sounded like uh, Eastern European. Again, I, I think it's just like the stereotypical bad white guy. You know, it's like there was a lot of stereotyping in the first couple of minutes of yeah. this movie. Yes. A little too much, perhaps. But then we get to the meat of the film, which is <laughs> let's get into it. The two black cops. So, first of all, there's two white cops, or there's a white cop and he's Lopez or something. He's like 
Yeah. So a uh, white and a Hispanic. Yeah. Cop. And he keeps telling, he keeps making race, the black guys keep making race, racist jokes about like, you know, get the bags and they keep calling him Jose. Like there's just a lot of like racial. I think for me, for that part, I was really, I was on the fence about it because he was, they were me, quote unquote mean to them mm-hmm. out, out so the like gate. He so it's it. like he, they're taking advantage of the fact that they're undercover and they're these privileged white girls and mm. they can kind of say whatever they want because they know everyone's going to kind of cater to them. And as un, being undercover, they're taking advantage of that. So they can be assholes to these guys knowing that they're also undercover and mm. they're not going to say anything. Because they didn't know at the But time. I was even right. saying yeah, like they, they in the know. office yeah. though, when they're like getting, when they're like talking shit on them and they're like, oh, you're off the case. We're on the Wilson sisters now. And he's like, okay. And he like kind of makes a joke to them. But yeah, I don't know. Quick sidestep. One of those guys, uh, I don't know his name, but he's in a lot of 90s movies. Uh, he's in Night at the Roxbury. He marries Molly Shannon. and uh, He's in some movie where they, the roommate, they try to, I think the kid kills oh, himself. Oh, he's so in they uh, get the uh, Dead Man on Campus. Yeah, Dead Man on Dead Campus. Man on Campus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that a movie's kind of fun. I'll join, I'll join yeah. the podcast when we do that movie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I, similar to the last episode that we did with Jake Lawler, which was Treasure Planet, I also did take a lot of edibleness, which isn't like going to be the trend, but I do love taking it edible sometimes and watching movies because I feel like I just laugh harder. Um, so I just want to read you guys the first four things that I wrote down. So I just wrote racist and then, <laughs> then I wrote stereotype cop boss. So let's talk about that before I say the other two. The guy that plays the the boss of the police, he is like everything you Frankie Faison. Frank- <laughs> is he in the wire? I think he might be, but he plays like the every black boss cop, like the, what do they call him? Like the, the captain. And he's just like yelling and he's just like so mean and unreasonable. I just thought that was kind of also a stereotype. I mean, he's not unreasonable. Like he literally lets them keep their jobs after they assault so many innocent people. He wasn't coming to America. He was the landlord. That's right. Yes. Um, I think he's a pretty good boss. <laughs> you think? Okay, so I wrote that, and then I wrote suicide, and now I cannot remember it. All. Okay, um, <laughs> that so, he tries to hang himself yeah. with the tie. I haven't done that too. Yes. So I say suicide isn't funny, but when he threatened to kill himself, I died because <laughs> I laughed my ass off. Yeah, that was uh, he Marlon just played Wayans, it so well. He thought he was done because he's dating the chief's daughter. That's or right. He's married to the chief's daughter, and he's like, I'm a like. I'm going to off myself that you're, he's going to Which that's an interesting, uh, I don't think I wrote a note down about it, but let's talk about that because we are two couples here. That girl, stand with women 100%, of course, always. Like, back your girls up. That girl was crazy. I don't like to use that word to talk about women, but she was... Jealous. I mean, speaking as the least crazy girlfriend ever... David's face. He's like, he's sipping his drinks. You're out there listening. Help me. (laughs) Um, I think out the gate, they make her way too crazy. I think she acts appropriately after she hears the conversation when he's in the dressing room. But I'm talking about before. Never get that big head in there. I mean, I think that would be weird. I'm talking about before that, though, when he's like, She's like, it would take you seven minutes to get here from the place. Yeah. And she's and he's like, that's two minutes unaccounted for. And she's like, exactly. I'm like, girl. But then I said, to, I turned to Scott and I was like, do you think he did something that made her so crazy and suspicious? Because could be. I mean, like 
it, not not necessarily him. Maybe she has trauma from her past. How deep are we diving in this? I don't know. Shallow B movie. So, what did you think about the writing? Because they had that, so they could set her up being jealous because she had to she had, to show, she had to show up. Yeah. And then another thing in the plot was they didn't really show the bad guys didn't show themselves until the way ends. Like, how did you guys feel about that? Cause it was like, it was mostly just the white girls having fun the whole movie and they weren't too concerned with looking for somebody trying to kidnap them. Right. I don't think, I don't think that's the point of the movie. And well, I think I, I would be really disappointed if they focused so much on solving a crime. Honestly, I think but, the movie would be taking itself too seriously if they focused too much. Okay, on solving but the crime. There wasn't even like comments in, like two thirds of the middle of the movie about we got to be on the lookout. Yeah, for, it was just fun and games. Yeah, it's like the only time it happened was when the strippers came in, they beat them up. Okay, let's do. And that was it. Let's pretend. <laughs> let's pretend that we're in the pitch meeting of this movie. Okay? <laughs> you guys be the executives, and I'll be the the Wayans brothers. Okay. All right. So we really want to dress up as white women. You got boobs. Yeah, we got boobs. Um. Fucking love scary movie one and two. We're, we're in. <laughs> yeah, so we'll just figure out like some storyline that like kind of moves us through the plot. You'll be like hot Neanderthals, right? Yeah, one million percent. But like formidable the, brow ridge. The, the main <laughs> the main thing is that we'll just be white women the whole time. Is that cool? But nobody's um, gonna notice. My only question. My only. I, I'm in. But my only thing is we gotta make it believable. Okay. Okay. So I'm doing white so. face. <laughs> Yeah, you have to spray paint your entire body. Yes. Adam's apples, they can stay. Yeah, that's, 100%, that's yeah. totally yeah. fine. And um, also, um, Terry Crews is a friend, and he said he'll do Vanessa Carlton, and also he'll take his shit off at one point. And yeah, you guys in? Seems like the man. Let's, yeah. let's get him okay. in here. Great. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Can I say something about Terry Crews? <laughs> of course. So he auditioned for is married to a white woman he yes, auditioned for I the know. wayne like not the wayne's brothers show but the um the family one that i think marlon wayne's um was doing and then he bombed that you did horribly went across town that day to audition for white chicks and he was like fuck it i got nothing to lose and he crushed it and then his agent called him the next day he's like you didn't get um i forget what the show was called but he's like but you got white chicks so he's like the wayne's family must have not talked to each other that day oh no <laughs> because he auditioned with like the sister yeah. and i think um, the oldest one that's incredible yeah it would have been he, such a disservice to have not have had him in this yeah. film like literally every scene that he was in scott and i were like screaming laughing oh my god I forgot how much I love Terry Crews. Terry Crews is the best. Rewatching this, like him in the rave scene, it's probably the best oh, thing with the, seen uh, in all time. <laughs> I was geeking out <laughs> the hardest <laughs> with the whistle. <laughs> it yeah, is the whistle. <laughs> oh my God. So crazy fact about him, he did that Vanessa Carlton scene in the car in one take. Like that was wow. it. He just did the oh, one. That scene was so good. You can just, we were laughing because he's such a physical actor. Like even like the slightest brow raise. Um, the reason I brought up that he's married to a white woman is because whenever I see celebrities who are hot and black and they're married to white women, I'm like, Libby, we're in with a chance. <laughs> yeah, but his his old lady looks like she's got a little tinge oh, of something in her, a little flavor to it's her. It's just funny. This came up in a meeting where I was talking about uh, someone who was married to a white woman and then she, the girl I was meeting with was a woman of color and we were talking about an actor that was married to a, a black woman and she was like, oh, do you like notice and I was like yeah and then we just joked about how it's like oh he's one of like he he likes us like you know. <laughs> he likes us <laughs> just like knowing it's all good okay so on the Terry Crews um, <laughs> there's one part 
So Marlon Wayans uh, takes off his mask and he finds out Terry sees that it's a black dude. Oh, and he's the just end of the upset movie. that he's that she's not white. And he fucking calls her a jigaboo, yeah. which is very, very yeah. racist. But I was geeking out. I was like, like you know, like when something's like super fucked up and you laugh at it. Like that's how I was yeah. geeking out. I, to I it. couldn't take that note. Yeah, just, I think I couldn't write it. I, I, I just I did. didn't take that I'll note. Take the J word, which I feel like a white person cannot say that. No, you definitely should not say that. Is that the same if, uh, as somebody says that? To some random black folks, you might get punched in the face. That's why I didn't take that. Do you think no. it's... Okay, not saying that I want to go down this path necessarily, but like, you know how people have a, a derogatory term towards Chinese people? You know the word I'm talking about. It yeah, starts yeah. with a C. Mm-hmm. Is that the same as this word? Because I feel like the N word is like the worst. It is, but it's it's like similar. It's very, very derogatory. It's uh, definitely a racial epithet. I got called it a few times and the kid didn't even know what it like actually was. He just, his dad said it in front of him. That was a, it's basically the N word, but a, a more flamboyant way to, yeah. to say it. Yeah. I yeah. was thinking, so I really like Busy Phillips. I've always been a fan of hers. I really like the show Girls 5 ever. She fully says the N word in this movie. Which is hilarious. They all, they all that's do. Right. Yeah. That's N word singing. Like, no one's around. And I'm have. like, no. still the actor is saying it in real life. No, no, no. But it was Sean Wayne's that goes, so no one's around. <laughs> I was dying when he said that. I would not feel comfortable as an actor. If I was an actor, I would not. Yeah, gee, man. And like, they play that 50 Cent song. So I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah, <laughs> do, actually, you, do, do the whites do this? I will never. I don't. <laughs> I can honestly even in my say, head, even I when I'm out. alone, I don't no, say me neither. that. You've I never feel been like so in college and the song comes on. Um, okay, listen. Maybe before I like knew. No, I don't. When I think, was young and naive and stupid. Right. Maybe we got that. her. No. <laughs> we got her. I'm, Wrap I mean, it up. I'm being, Wrap I'm it up. being honest. It took a hundred episodes, but we got her. But now I just, I just don't. I'm like dead that serious. Word. In my head, when the songs come on and I'm in the shower, I, I bleep it out. I say I, and like I love her. Like I don't believe other, her. Any other really? black? Like any Have other? Have you ever known me to be racist? But honestly, I was. That was probably the second funniest scene besides the Terry no, Crews dancing. I was geeking out. I would love to see if like other black people were offended by that or just thought that was hilarious because I, the way the girls responded, so they were like, "No, no, it's so real." You know, certain white people are like, "What is that show that I was watching?" I was watching a show, and it was like the music goes out. And they're like having a bet of like which of the white guys is actually going to sing the N word in the song, and then the, the music goes out, <laughs> and it like it's like all of them. Like I think there are certain white people who like yeah. they do only not say it because they think that they'll get like called out. But it's funny because a black dude is the one saying yeah. no one's around. But as a white, <laughs> yeah, but it's also like they know it's wrong. They're like you can't say that. They stopped hit them. I right? think. I mean, I think it's it's. Uh, philosophical conundrum throughout the entire movie, right? right it's kind like, of point of the movie. Like, Terry Crews is a sexual predator, but it's a guy, so does it matter? But it does matter because he thinks he's a girl, but he she, he won't take no for an answer. It's Terry kind Cruz? Of, yeah. yeah. And, then, he, and then he's a... What do you mean he thinks he's... Oh, he thinks... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. Thinks, well, we're, we're laughing because he's that, being sexually inappropriate to a man dressed as a woman. Right. But also, he's a race hater. Like, he, his character hates... Black people, which is so great. Like, and <laughs> what are you laughing? Oh, Kanye! I just keep 
thinking about him laying on his oh, back. Oh, wait, no. Call, I thought we were going to Kanye call. tangent. So, uh, there's <laughs> a so edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> Keep it in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so oh, drunk. God. I don't know what I'm saying. Is this a good time to mention Fort 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 We are never getting another sponsor. Circle back. Everyone buy it. It just... This is how you know it's good. Is I can't say it. I'm looking at the bottle. Fort Neleza. And you see that's an agave plant as There's, the There is no the N cap. in that. Well, the font is very fancy. <laughs> Fort Neleza. It's a little bit mysterious. It is mysterious. It's like a woman in a fully leather suit at a... What was the what was the point of that dressing? I have never been to a store where someone like picked out one outfit and was like, "You look amazing." And it took me a long time, like to get oh, into it. In the movie, back to the movie. Yeah, okay. I no. thought we saw Fort Elise. No, no, I'm like, where's she going? Yeah. She's good with transitions. I am. I know she is. I'm like speaking of Fort Elise. <laughs> have you ever been in a Ford Elise? <laughs> That's what I think Libby's name is now. Deleza. It's a Libby Deleza. Back to our uh, previous topic. No, I'm talking no, about I have shopping. I want to talk about. Okay, fine. All right. So I have a note here. It says, is a black guy in white face calling another black guy a monkey racist? Yes. I. You know what's crazy? I saw David's so, saying no. I he saw no. so many things watching this as an um, well, quote unquote, mature adult that I do did not remember yes, from when I was in high school, and I don't know what that's saying about me. But I maybe I blocked all this stuff out. Don't. I went to high school with a lot of white folks, okay, and I could see that you not catching a ton of this because a lot of the white folks I grew up around. Didn't experience racism. It, exactly. So they never would yeah, even think about think some of this stuff. but I also do think there are jokes that are a bit more adult. Like if you watch this 2004, we would have been in, you are a couple of years younger than me, middle school, like mid high school. There's certain adult things that like, yeah, you just like monkey, like that is so fucking racist. But like as a kid, we probably didn't pick up on that, you know? Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. I, I don't even think that it was me picking it up. I think like, the start, the beginning part with the Mexican face or whatever we're calling it. I don't even remember that part of the movie at all. And then I didn't remember when they're all sitting in the car singing the N word. I didn't remember that at all. So I, I don't didn't know remember what the pervy. Good, good on you. Good on you, girl. But also, I, got, I got me a good one. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't remember, remember the pervy kids. Like that that's was the, fucked up. The pervy the, kids was gross when they were looking up the skirts. I didn't remember that part. That's the weird thing about this movie. The only like controversial shit we remember is the two black guys dressing as white girls but all the surrounding shit is added up is, is worse well, than, than, than I, the actual like pillar you, you know what i did remember though tina the talking tummy and how insecure she was about I her also body in the that. dressing room and me and my friends making a ton of jokes about it and being in a dressing room and pinching our stomachs and saying well oh, she married stuff. a serial killer so <laughs> On Did TV. she marry Dexter? She yeah. married Dexter. And then they broke up. In real life? Then they were married? Yeah, they played they dated. brother and sister. Yeah. No, they got married for a time, and then okay. I Googled it. She's a different husband now. He's a musician, so he's probably good with his hands. Uh, so you're saying, like, body <laughs> body issues. Yeah, I remember that part, too. Yeah. Tina the Talking Tummy. It's so sad that, like, and he, the character of whichever brother it is, because I also, like, found it hard to track which one was which, because they had the same face, like, the same Faceless expression face. Yeah, I almost had to go by shoulder size. Like, the bigger <laughs> I just, shoulders. I was literally <laughs> waiting for them to say each other's names. Like, oh, Tiffany. I'm like, oh, oh wait, shit, that's wait. Tiffany. So you're saying they all look alike? Yeah. 
All, all the all the black guys just as white women. Look at all the. Yeah. One, I think one had a middle part and one had a side part. That's oh. I think where that's they put how. their wieners. What? No, Where's the it? hair, bold guy. <laughs> he doesn't know because he has no hair, so he's completely. One, one put the wiener in the middle. One put it to the side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I <laughs> saw that. I think it was Marlon. Oh, sorry, Sean Wayne's wanted to keep his goatee, so he had to like cut, do extra cover up. No, he didn't even shave his goatee. No, because when he took it, when they took it off, when he was being suave, he's saying he's like, I wanted to be smooth with um, the love interest, uh, so he wanted to keep his facial I hair. There was okay. That's- yeah. Okay. Yeah, commitment. Okay. They must have been in the chair for a long time. Look. Okay, so the makeup artist also did Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Wow. Okay, so, okay, <laughs> I have a question. Do you think that they passed as the sisters? Or is that part of the comedy? <laughs> That's part of the <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, was anyone fooled? If, if, maybe you, if you had glaucoma, <laughs> maybe, and maybe we're senile and watch this movie, yes, There's, they Stop tapping the table for fuck's sake. There's uh, also um, a disease where you don't know who people are. Ooh, what's sorry. that? What is that? Not booty sweat. It's a Fortaleza in my seltzer. They should absolutely make that. Good. <laughs> Good advertising. Getting annoyed at how we're vlogging Fortaleza. Fortaleza, the this Cadillac is a tequila. This, we don't take anything too serious. Okay? Fortaleza, uh, the black man dressed as a white woman of tequila. Oh, okay. Here's a random one. Shut well, up and drink your I'm fucking sweating. drinks. Why? Because listen, no, because I'm laughing. I have, I, have this, I have this note, and it's so random. The Scott Ash of podcast guests at the go- in the movie. <laughs> Yeah. At the gala, every plate, they're just eating no, lettuce. That was my note. Fuck off. I'm the one that noticed that. <laughs> it was, Wait, it was the salad course. Did you? Were they no. Libby. <laughs> that was lazy. Uh, what, what was your comment? Well, I'm not allowed to say because apparently no, I stole it. Was, it. <laughs> it was my notice, but now you've started it, you might as well finish it. At the, at the gala, literally everyone is eating lettuce. Just no, straight lettuce. Just straight go lettuce. Rewatch it. I, this is the edible for sure because you like fixate on details. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was watching it, I paused it and rewound it and made. They have this like swooping. They must have had a crane or something. And literally every single plate is just a bunch of random leaves. Listen, man, you you're, you got to work with your budget somewhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I also thought it, we were just watching it again um, before we came over here and the girl gets smoked in the back of the head because they had to sit by the garbage can. Oh, God. <laughs> I was dying. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. I want to go in order of my notes, but we've jumped around a bit. Okay, so I said the feet. I don't know what that means. Oh, when they're on the date and he takes his foot out from under oh, the no, table this is and bites his tongue. Oh, that, that was disgusting. That was, too much. that was extremely off-putting. I fast forward through that. Ooh. That was gross. Um, I also said, no way they pass as women, duh. And then I said, is the Denzel joke because they only know one black actor? Is that like a joke that white people are like, oh, you know who you look like? Chadwick Boseman. And you don't look anything um, like him. Yeah. So who said that to the captain? The, one uh, of, no, so it wasn't. Oh, yes. It was one yeah. of the white women, fake white women. No, the real. It was one. No, it was, the, it them was when they were checking face. into the hotel. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, and they were flirting, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I also it, feel like that's no, a thing right. but, white um, women say. This also happened, not just white women. This happened to me. I was working at a shoe store in Wisconsin, and this guy walks into the store. One of my coworkers goes, Hey, David. I'm like, Yeah, what's up, man? Doesn't he kind of look like Bill Cosby? 
And I look at him and I look at another coworker. And I'm like, is that the only black guy you know? I'm like, you scanned your Rolodex of black dudes in your head and that's the one that came up. He looks nothing like that person. I didn't so. I didn't take it like that. I mean, I'm a white person, well, that's why so I, I don't really like well, to that's you're just flirting, right? But I think to me, when I was in high school, Denzel Washington was a heartthrob. True. And he you was know like what the I mean? main. It was like Brad Pitt, Denzel Washington. I wasn't Washington. sure if it was the white girls just saying something stupid to I be. I think he's yeah. just recognizable. And I think, well, unless you're actually a racist, I think across, you know, like cultures, Denzel Washington is a noticeable, yeah. attractive black Like calling man. a white guy like Brad Pitt or something right. like that around that time. Right. I think it, it was flattery. Uh, my next note was perv kids, which we did very much gloss over a few minutes ago when I tried to bring it up. But there's a scene when they're walking up the stairs, all the women, and there's these little kids that just hang out by the stairs. Did you guys watch a different version? We watched the unrated version. Yeah, I think that's oh, a, I didn't yeah. watch that the little boys oh. looking upskirts. Uh, we watched it on HBO, and yeah, there's an upskirt thing. Gross. And then my next note. HBO. It's not TV. It's upstairs. <laughs> For laser, the HBO of it's our Apple. Flag football too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. What do we think about auctions where you sell off women for dates how do we is feel it for about charity because they do that for men too yeah but not it, in this movie yeah <laughs> but it doesn't mean you just get to automatically get, like own that person no, no you do go on a date i think and that's there's i, I think I, it's weird as fuck it is weird i i mean i think it's weird but i also think it, i i agree with uh, i forget her name she's the reporter i agree with her for a good cause I mean, I would, I would do it. But if I get scrolling a, a, to the actors, Rochelle Eights, a pervy guy who's sticking his fat tongue out at me on the oh, table. Oh my god! Yes, god. I have, I have a note about the with the table, Scott Ash. But yes, it's okay. the oysters. Yeah, his tongue. tongue. I have a big tongue. That Does is, he, we paused that because we were like, "Is this real?" We rewound it. Multiple times. It is real. That is his real tongue. Gene and then you two got after it. Gene Simmons. I was like, I was like, I have to leave you. Look at this fucking boring ass white tongue that you got. Narrow. Scott, stick out your tongue right now. <laughs> David, let's see. I was gonna say Gene Simmons has a long tongue. Terry Crews has a wide tongue. tongue. Speaking of leaving our partners. Uh, speaking of leaving our partners. Maitland Ward is in this. Now uh, Maitland Ward was an around. actor in the 90s early 2000s she plays one of the actual sisters who gets kidnapped or is supposed to get kidnapped Brittany Wilson yeah. and she She's... becomes a porn star after oh. this movie and this is the part of the podcast where Scott starts shaming sex workers no it's just fascinating because how many actors she was on the porn stars and beautiful and, and then she was on home improvement and boy meets world nice good for her listen do what you do, baby. You know what I'm saying? This is Scott's greatest moment. He's like, and she was a porn star. I was like, I'm sorry. Know. It's an interesting topic. Nobody wants to talk about we it. We did okay. talk about Kevin Costner got his start in light porn when we did uh, yeah. Waterworld. Also, Kevin's kind of sexy. Let's go. Okay. I'm sorry. You don't want me looking at Maitland's boobs. You, do you, did you look? Did you Google it? I'm going to after okay, this podcast. Okay, great. Everyone should <laughs> if it's out there. Uh, okay, so we said selling women, we're okay with it if it's for charity. I still felt like a bit weird about it. And then um, the my favorite part of this whole movie is the character that Libby just brought up, 
which is the the reporter whose name is I'm scrolling for character names. Rochelle Eights is the actor, and the ca- character is Denise Porter. She's talking about how she's like a real investigative journalist, and then she goes, "Yeah, I mean, like I staked out Ben Affleck and J Lo, and like <laughs> that's her investigative reporting." Uh, and then th- later in the movie, she goes, "The journalist is like." who'll be on the cover of the magazine, babe. Like she's just like, so cons- she's like talking about how she's a real journalist. And then she just keeps talking about like the most frivolous shit. I was, I was dying. How did you feel about their makeout scene? We've talked about kissing on movies before. They went straight tongue. I don't Yeah, there was a couch. lot of tongue. I don't, remember, tongue. I don't remember it bothering I me as much. I don't generally use yeah, tongue just, when they yeah, make out. He went for it. They went for it. Did it bother you, Scott? It didn't bother me. I'm Did there for the time. I'm just saying. It made David a little horny, Ooh. so he's offended. I, I, I just thought it came out quick on the tongue draw. That's all. I, I just, just don't, don't like. See it a lot. I don't love. If, yeah. I don't like seeing that really. I find it, I, I do find know. it weird. Like sometimes I'm not to be approved, but I do find it weird. Like if people, yeah, sometimes I get a bit weirded out. This one didn't bother me as much. I mean, it was sexy. I'm just, we've talked about it in the past. It's a lot of just smooching on the mouth. They went straight. Like, I wouldn't watch this movie with it. my parents, you know? It'd be weird. Uh, I got something that aged probably not well. What do we think about the the drugging of the drink? Oh, that was my next point too, actually. I'm all for it. Just kidding. So are you for it if like you know? Because he, here's the thing. I know. She saw it go in the drink and then she had a choice to drink it or not. So is it still- It's fucked up that he wanted to drug her in the first up. place. No. It's this is all- Because he didn't go for it either too, right? It wasn't like he was going to take It's half. the intention, right? Yeah. Or he didn't ask first. Like, do you want some of this? No, it's completely- No, it's fucked, fucked up. up. It's completely Easy. Up. There's no way around it. <laughs> you don't drug somebody. You don't- what about give somebody drugs? If they say, yeah, again, Libby's point. It's yeah, but she saw it go in, so she could have said no is she, what I'm saying. She no, didn't, she didn't she see didn't it go in. She what guessed what it was. He didn't say. It was bubbling in the glass. Mm-hmm. And she he, looked at he it. He put it in and she... No, no he, he did put it in and he slid it over and it was like bubbling up right. in the glass. Gotcha. Because only ecstasy bubbles. Rufy does not bubble. Oh. We all know this. It's a bubbly. See, okay, so I think this is funny because when I was in high school and I watched this movie, I was like, oh, so that's how you know when someone roofies you. Like, I was clueless to the process of roofing. So I was like, yeah, you'll you'll just know because it'll bubble like alcohol. Oh, shit. That's a deep layer age like milk. Like, it affected your life. Well, I was like 13 when this movie came out. There's, There's so many references in film and TV about like women getting drugged. Like, even in Greece, I'm thinking back where she's like, he put an aspirin in my Coke. Like, it's fucked that women have to worry about this. Like even this hilarious movie, like to me, that's just not such a funny punchline because it's so real. So for me, that was like really, but that was on my list too. I was yeah, like, fuck that, this. That wasn't good. Herpes jokes. I don't know. That's a note I have. That <laughs> <laughs> we all got like really awkward. <laughs> no, uh, the next one I had was this dance is so awkward. Remember the dance? The dance or the dance off? The dance off. David asked me if that's what I do when I go to the club. <laughs> With her friends. And for reference, I'm pale and I have blonde hair. Yeah. So, so your answer was He put me yes. into a box there. <laughs> wow. Wait, hold on. It was a dance off. I said you and your girls. Like, do you do that when you go to the cl- the club? 
Yeah, we have a couple songs that we have pre-choreographed. Yeah. So if you know the DJ, every can- '90s movie was like, "Hey, are you a bunch of white girls? You know this dance now. Like, just do it." <laughs> I also asked her, uh, Libby, after that, if she wanted to dress up like these two for Halloween next year. Oh my god! That and was- I told him he couldn't pull it off. <laughs> So, Livy, what was your favorite part of this movie? I know I said it was scarring, but I think I laugh the hardest when the girl is in the dressing room and she's talking to herself and she's having, she's like hysterical. The dressing room, I was like, that's what I was saying. Have you ever been to a dressing room where they were like, let's like all wait. It's like, a, it was like a fucking bridal dress reveal. It was like, let's do this one outfit. Yeah. Now they're all hanging out. I'll tell you my least favorite. Um, when the bathroom scene was disgusting. Oh, no, I love that. <laughs> oh, Paris so died during that scene. We were actually uh, watching. I literally have a note that said farting scene. Paris dies. I wrote down. Okay, so I know you don't like poop humor. I know that, but you had. Libby, did you think that was funny? I was. Dying. I think it was too long. I That's was watching this joke. at the hairdresser, and I had to fast forward it because I was like, "This is very joke. uncomfortable." Starving African children jokes. How, yeah, how about no? That's my note. How about no? How about Context? no? Uh, one of the mean girls calls someone else a starving African child or some <laughs> shit. It, I don't remember that. Part. I don't know. Yeah, it was might have been. Bad. It was probably like the most offensive joke in the entire movie. Oh, well, it could have been in the unedited yeah, version. Yeah, it might have been in the unedited oh, version. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay, so I'll just run through my notes. Uh, none of these girls are sexy. That's mean. This is the whitest dance I've ever seen. Why would the girl be mean to her if the dad had just loaned money? Why is he so suspicious? What did he do? I don't know what that means. And then a trans joke. What's a trans well, the joke? The entire movie is kind of a trans Yeah. What, wait, wait. HD Terry Crews dick. Oh we had my a whole God. We paused in, it we and paused rewound, it, rewound it. it. There is an undershot <laughs> of Terry Crews. And you can see. I think see, this is the uncut version. Yeah. You hit, literally. You can see his entire uncut dick. You can see oh, the veins. You can see everything the head. Through the underpants. You can see everything. So it's un- Uncut in the uncut version, so he's circum. He's not. Uh, I don't know, but that's and this right. is why you're the podcast host. Scott and I were like, "Oh my god, you can see so much no, of his because penis." Because obviously, when they shot it and they saw it not in HD. low res, it probably didn't look that defined. But mm-hmm. when you see it in HD, it's like I felt that a lot about this movie in HD, like. It's way less believable, their makeup. Also, there was one scene, I don't know which brother it was, but it's when he was talking to the reporter at the bar and you can see his unibrow, which I don't have, I mean, I don't have a problem with if you want to rock a unibrow, but I never noticed that I before noticed that until too. it was I HD. noticed that too. It's wild. Okay, well, I'm going down my list still. Um, <laughs> what's that? Where'd you get that? I think I got this booty sweat back in the net. What does this note mean? How much money was the guy paying at the bar? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what does that mean? What's this We're going to read the did. podcast to <laughs> Paris takes an edible. Paris takes an edible. Paying a lot of money. Look at this. If you're high, don't drive. That's what there's it says a, there's, on there's a, uh, yeah. For Laser, the official sponsor of Don't Drive High, just have some tequila. Yeah, I, like I don't know. I have a so, note here that says he puts his titty in the jar. LOL. Oh, the oh, clear jar when he's like he's cleaning hiding. it. The, when the jar is clear. You yes. hide it. <laughs> um, but, but Paris, what was the one? The, how, how much, much money the was the guy paying at the bar? 
So he must have like- Was it Terry Crews when he bought drinks? Nah, I don't know. He was probably paying too much money. Um, My next note was somewhat, the one girl was like, oh, it was Busy Phillips' character. This is all coming back to me now. She was so unsure to say no to hanging out at 2 a.m. slash 3 a.m. And then in the notes I wrote, like, if someone told me 2 a.m., I'd be like, fuck off. There's, yeah. Like, so basically the guy, the hot guy that- He's not even hot. Busy Phillips is like fucking this guy that's like also fucking or with one of the other girls. It's like part of the crime. I don't know. We don't really need to get into it. And His name's Heath. Heath. And he's like, how about like you swing by at like 2 or 3 a.m.? Like literally if someone invites me to something at 10 p.m. these days, I'm like, are you fucked? <laughs> I am in bed. You know what else I thought is when they won the dance off. And then she goes, he, he, and she, he walked off with the other girl, like mm-hmm. one of the popular girls. It's like, did you think you won him because he won the dance yeah. contest? That's how it works in Michael. <laughs> I think it's just like an exaggerated and maybe not so exaggerated for some girls, but like an exaggerated interpretation of how girls react to boys sometimes. And especially like these so, girls are supposed deep. to be yes, supposed to be in their twenties. Right. So it's like, you it's would kind of do anything for attention, yeah. and especially if you have these, this need for attention, right? Which the dance was so crazy. <laughs> it was cringe. It was cringe. I love when uh, the two of them start like popping along. This, yeah. this part with the elbow was my favorite because then they they flash to the Wayans brothers and they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> my favorite part was when thing. you want to talk about mothers. <laughs> I was geeking out. I actually thought like if we could somehow get that conversation with somebody and do that, like circle each other, like that would be so fucking fun. I oh, you want to suck them up? I said me today. Someone randomly posted like when you talk about the 2017 horror movie starring Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, they're like, oh, you want to talk about Mother because she was in this horror movie. Yeah. It's such a niche movie. I said to Scott, like, I don't joke know. Too. Yeah. Like, I think one of my favorite joke payoffs in the movie was... You want to uh, talk about mother? You want to talk about mother? And the powder. I get so confused. I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the breast then milk? It, then it's kind of like a callback when he powders her nose. Yeah. Um, She's like, like, and your mom's so stupid that she... And the jokes are like really upscale New York. The Niqua, Niquois <laughs> She calls salad. it a Niquois, which Niquois. for a long time I was like, what is happening? My favorite joke payoff is... Uh, Terry Crews and him putting people in wheelchairs because he fucks them so hard. And you see, see <laughs> the white boy at the end in the <laughs> fucking wheelchair. I died. I died. I thought it was so fucking funny. Okay, let's talk about the fashion show real quick. So the whole weekend, they go to the Hamilton. The Hamptons. The Hamiltons is what I almost said. <laughs> oh, that's I'm that's right. <laughs> What's the song from Hamilton? It's like, I wanna be in the room where it happens. You know song yeah. Yeah, what song do you know? My song is uh, the one about the that the king sings. Let's hear it. Uh, I can't. You forget it. Uh, yeah, I do forget. And it used to be my alarm. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. That's a great movie. Uh, You'll I'm, be back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, for I'm extremely fucked up by now. Uh, we've had That's a lot. What happens when you drink almost a whole bottle. Whole bottle. We've had a, a lot of breaks that we've edited out to make it seem like a seamless episode. Uh, Hollywood, baby. Let's talk about the okay. 
we have done a terrible job explaining this. Okay. So basically there's a whole weekend which culminates in a fashion show and like a little magazine that like, who reads it? First of all, these Hamptons socialites. Yeah, yeah. Who gives a fuck? To get on the cover of the Hampton. Who gives a fuck? Whatever. So the Wilson twins, who are clearly like the B squad in this movie, get to walk in the fashion show. And then the original white girls, the real ones, show up. And it's so hard to tell who's who because it definitely doesn't look like two black guys wearing uh, rubber masks on their faces. But I have a problem with this fashion show. So you're telling me that no one's checking their outfits before they go because they wear these like swan Bjork outfits. And then I also wrote, would people laugh at the outfits or would they be like, it's odd? I, exactly. Because the one guy stands up after the two Vanagar girls fall down and get paint on them. And they're like, oh my God, it's amazing. It's art. But they didn't do that with like the swan dresses on. That scene is not well thought out. If you've seen a weird fashion show, and no one's going to say everyone, shit. Everyone applauds literally every stupid what thing that comes out. What was the fashion show on recently where they were fucking walking through mud? Like there was a fashion show they made like a muddy stage and people were like walking through it. And then there was that one dress that was like spray paint latex and everyone was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is the future of fashion. It's so amazing." Like Someone comes out in a Bjork dress. <laughs> no one's going to bat an eyelid. Uh, They're like laughing. Ooh, what a good riff. Duck feathers. Okay. Swan song. So wait. So remember when I was talking about the girl that was like the fully serious investigative journalism? At the end of the film, she's like, who will be on the cover of the magazine? And meanwhile, I wrote, babe, there's two people shot behind you. <laughs> what is this movie? This movie makes no sense. You know, they're... She's doing her job, right? She's Something. trying to climb the social ladder. Oh, my God. My uh, Furbo thinks that a dog is barking. So did anyone else have any more thoughts? I actually had a question. Libby, as a fellow white woman, were you offended by this film? Not at all. I think when I was watching this now, <clears throat> considering... It's been almost 20 years. Yeah, how much has changed... I think in my perspective now was that like white people spent so much time in blackface. I think that it's fair game. Yeah. But also like if you don't have a a sense of humor, get fucked. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite is talking to you. I think they've earned their bottle back. Like we, this is some oh, good advertising. For sure, for sure. No, no, normal no podcast, podcast sale once. You're just yeah. gonna, you're gonna edit out everything where we're talking about content. It's just gonna be us saying "cordelita" as we fuck, get fuck dickhead. <laughs> this is "cordelita" coming to you live. No, I wasn't offended by this film at all. I just think that the makeup was so hilariously bad that that was part of the humor as well. Like that they would be considered fake people. I got to say, one of them did look close, super close to one of the actual. No, they did not. I'm with David on this. So yeah, you put them David. side by side. You can't tell which I'm one. I'm not saying I can't tell. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying it's close. Like, uh, I'm saying no. it's close. If it wasn't in HD, maybe. <laughs> I think you guys are full of if shit. If you watched it on VHS, maybe. You guys <laughs> so, are- never mind. No, say oh, it. Go ahead. So, space. what you're saying is yeah. that if they were side by side in a bar, you'd have equal opportunity to go up and hit on them with the intention of taking them home. Absolutely. Well, I have a girlfriend, first of all, <laughs> but maybe I'd. 
Do a little maybe at like two a.m. Maybe I do a little flick. <laughs> what do you got there? What do you got there? What are you doing there? That's called sexual harassment. <laughs> Not in this movie. Uh, Not if you're Terry Crews. Yeah, no, you're just rapey. Um, the house, oh. the house was fun. Terry's house. Yeah, we, we love that. We would try to decide. Did they shoot this in L.A.? Do you know? Oh, absolutely, British Columbia. What? what? Yeah, it says it on the IMDb. Fuck IMDb. Because I, we I legitimately like myself. that is Beverly Hills. 100%. I had a better tax break. I really thought that it was like. Well, I read something. that in passing, so it could be wrong, but that's what it no, says. No, I believe you, but I just, it did not look like the Hamptons. I've never even been to the Hamptons, and I was like, this is no, amazing. It, it looked like LA. Scott, you've got like a whole other page of notes. Quickly, run through them. Go ahead. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Titty and Jar, we already covered that. Terry Cruz's tongue is really well. We already, Maitland Lord, we already, we already covered all these. We we went over a lot, guys. Yeah, she ain't lying. We hit everything. Chili Whack, uh, Victoria, British Columbia, Vancouver, yeah, be New something. York. Those are way cheaper. To well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about relationships because in this film, this oh wait, I got one more. Oh, go ahead. Can I, can I cut in? Of course. More? The two cops constantly uh, uh, sniffing panties. No, the, oh, the, the Rosie O'Donnell, up. Janet Reno, would you, would you fuck? <gasps> that was offensive. I, I kept, hold on, hold on. Kept doing it. That, yes, okay, but I thought it was hilarious how the one cop kept asking the other cop to, like, choose, and he'd be like, you're fucking sick. And he's like, well, what about you? And then and something would come an up, and he, he never, never had to an answer. Yeah. yeah. He really wasn't nice to Rosie O'Donnell, and I didn't know the other woman. What was her name again? Janet Reno. I didn't know the other woman. Yeah, we She's Googled a politician. it. Yeah. It's just not nice for two men to be like making fun of a woman like that. But I thought you were going to talk about this, the panty sniffing, which was fucking weird. And then when he finds out it's a guy, he's like, ew, gross. I'm I, like, I said that to David out loud. I'm like, sniffing panties? Like, who, so who's actually disgusting. doing that? It's such an American pie thing. Do you, why are you making that face? Do you sniff panties? I was panties? just going to say that. I mean, when I was a kid, my, hang on, let me finish the goddamn story. <laughs> no, go let him finish. When I, when I was a kid, <laughs> everybody, everybody was a kid what you want? I had a birthday party and my mom caught one of the kids upstairs in my sister's panty drawer sniffing around. Oh my God, that's horrifying. Dang. And then hit my dog, bit him, and he got really mad and his mom got really mad. So fuck you, Nick Mumford. Scott has a gripe to fucking. <laughs> I got nothing to lose. Like, I'm unemployed, bitch. Are you okay? I mean, I don't know. Scott Ash, uh, Doc Ash, Scott. I like this guy. You yeah, hired. this guy <laughs> is Doc Scott. Watch out, the dog's trying to leave. Is he chilling? Are you going? Are you staying? Are you in the podcast? Is it uh, speak? Uh, okay. So there's two relationships in this between the two different guys. You got the uh, the marriage, which is, in my opinion, unhealthy. And the second relationship is, you know, kind of also unhealthy because it starts like with a bunch of lies. So my question to you is, have you or would you lie about who you are to get the girl? Scott and David, starting with you. <laughs> no. For laser. <laughs> I would never be able to keep up the lie. You'd never be able to keep up the lie? She'd find me out soon. Yes, I would. Um, yeah, first of all, I got this booty sweat back in the nang. So go well, fuck yourself, <laughs> folks. <laughs> he becomes like the most popular man in Hollywood. Yeah, we, yeah, so we never were. He is friends, so I probably shouldn't have ever. I can beep his name out. <laughs> well, okay. Um, 
I wouldn't lie because like he pretends he fully lives in that house. Yeah, that's it was a bit much. And he was like abusing his authority basically as well because he's yes. telling his partner to, you know, keep Terry Crews at the restaurant or whatever so he can hit on this lady. And then he's like, they're getting physical too. So that even takes it a step even further that you're getting physical with somebody off of a lie. Yeah. Which I thought it was pretty creepy. Welcome to dating in LA. I was going to say. <laughs> Probably dating everywhere in the I mean, US. You told me you had hair the first time we went on a date. and Oh, he's got hair. He just didn't tell you where. Wearing your glasses. <laughs> Were you wearing a wig? Maybe. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like how good's their relationship if they don't uh, t- talk truth to each other. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't build love on um, lies. It's funny because my mind didn't go to the fact that he was lying. My mind went to the fact that he could have lied better. <laughs> like, I think we got some things to talk about, babe. Congratulations, you played I mean, yourself. You just blame everything on being undercover, right? Like when it's your job, like I was undercover. You couldn't know who exactly who I was. Which is a reason, a little bit of a plot hole for me. Why didn't um, Marlon Wayans tell his wife that it was... Yeah. Sean Wayne's. Yeah. Like Sean it. Wayne's yeah. gonna have been like just Sean Wayne's voice. Room, like, it hey, is me. Oh, boom. Pull the wig off. Or right? not pull the wig off even. Just like, do the voice. Is, we're get on it. a case right now. Yeah. Because, because it's not as funny. Uh well, it's a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. David, what have you learned in a hundred episodes of podcasting? Please go forth. Uh to be honest, like, you know, still breaking into acting. And you know, it's going to happen. It will happen. But it's like doing this, I get to see another side. So when I was really into basketball, um, playing in high school and college, like refing was like another, I saw it with another vision, right? Another set of eyes. So doing this podcast is pretty big because we talk to a lot of people that are on different sides of movies that teach me a lot, show me a lot. And then watching movies that I've never heard about never even would have thought to watch and come in that with a fresh perspective. I just, I love this industry. I love this movie. I love you. I love working with you. Right. We get to have God. our significant others here. So embarrassing it, for it, you. You should be embarrassed. Emotions. And um, I don't have them. For the laser, the tequila of emotions. <laughs> of emotions, but elevated. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I love, I love watch, like being able to discuss these things and we come at it from a positive angle a lot of the times, except when it's Yeah, he's um, a dick and we hate him forever. <laughs> he's got such shit. That's going to be like my I'm newest insult. I'm running this joke into the ground. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Taz could have totally picked up that guy <laughs> also. Uh, yeah, it's just like, I can't wait to like get to, you know, 200 or yeah. whatever. And yeah. then look back and like, look at everything so we much. did. Because also, we'll be like, remember when we edited them ourselves? Because my new thing is like, we got to make enough money off this. So just in case you didn't know, Dave and I do it from all around. And like a lot of these like good podcasts that we listen to, like they fully hire an editor. And I'd love to be able to give the opportunity to somebody to like come in and produce or like edit, but we'll listen back and, 400 and we'll episodes from now. Exactly. But the, the thing too, that's big for me is that, we just keep taking steps yeah. in this direction. And, you know, there's, there's been ups, downs, frustrations, um, schedule, like we're trying to schedule people, yeah. schedule us like it's life. Lot, yeah. And we always come back and we're like, get this done. 
hit Tuesdays, drop it episode, keep moving forward. So uh, it's fun for me. I love it. I love movies. I've been passionate about it since as long as I can remember, Mm -hmm. right? As soon as I I had my license, I was going to weird movies that nobody else wanted to go to. And this is just a part of me. So Love it. What say thou? Yeah. Cosign all of that. I think it's really fun to meet people from the industry. That's my favorite part. I love watching movies too. Part of our industry is watching it. I'm so curious as well. Uh, spouses and uh, girlfriends and boyfriends of you know those podcasters. I think you guys have been with us for a hundred episodes, which means you've seen probably fifty movies. Because I don't know about you, Libby, but Scott will not watch every film with me. Um, yeah, you're not you're not there for all of them. What do you guys think about the podcast? You know, we're a hundred episodes. That's pretty big achievement. Did you think we would get to a hundred episodes, Scott? No. Really? <laughs> I love the no. honesty. Go ahead. No. What do you think? We were gonna quit after like five? I thought you would get to fifty and have more sponsors. <gasps> Sassy. And, and then what? And then quit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quit after we got success? Yeah. I thought you had a fiery breakup and you don't like oh Yoko Ono would come in and oh, break, yeah. break the shit. Well, up. she did try, but we said <laughs> no, sir slash ma'am. I'm still talking to her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sliding in the DMs. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, this was a pandemic baby, mm-hmm. so I don't know how many I, of those are still around. Libby, what did I you think? See what my yeah. partner thinks. I don't know. I'm I'm searching for an answer. I don't. It. I don't know. I didn't really think much of it like as in I didn't have doubts but I didn't really expect anything I think now I'm sitting here and like 100 episodes is a lot and it's, it's a impressive lot. how many hours of that like you know someone was asking me like what the like what the hourly weekly is I'm like okay well it's at least two hours for the movie and then we record for like an hour and then there's scheduling an admin and then who whichever week it is to edit like it can add up it can be like six hours a week like that's a big commitment for like something that we're doing you know it started off as a hobby and like hopefully we can translate it into it's a good thing you guys have a whole team behind you (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think for like i mean sitting here now and thinking about it i think that like you're both passionate about this so it kind of makes sense that it's easy and it and it might be one of those things right where it's kind of like going to the gym where you're like oh i have to record the podcast tonight but then you're in it and you're like this is fun i'm really like happy that we get to do this every week and we get to watch fun movies and yeah. i think for me as a listener it opens up more movies to me too like what was oh, yeah. the one we were talking about earlier with oj simpson like, oh, i, w- I would have never watched that movie but then yeah. we watched it Together. And you're like, David and Paris did this on the podcast. Yeah. I do think it's funny. Like, it's interesting. Obviously, like, no human can physically watch, like, every movie that comes out. And, like, we've really only tackled, um, like, English language movies. Uh, we watched the one uh, Mexican movie. Yep. The Devil's Backbone, mm-hmm. which was great. But I, I would like to see in our next 100 episodes, like, doing more international because there's just so much to choose from. But it is interesting that, like, there can be a movie like Treasure Planet, which neither of us seen. Or like, it's just you know you're which always had a huge budget, huge budget, right? and like is apparently Gen Z's favorite movie, and which I, we didn't know about. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I think Disney's releasing or did release some movie recently that had like a gay character, oh. and they didn't give any promotion behind it. I I gotta fact check it. Disney don't cancel me. Um, I'd love to be in all of your movies, but. Um, it was a similar thing because Jake was talking about how they didn't 
put too much marketing behind Treasure Planet, right? And it still had a huge budget though. I think after 100 movies too, it's like we are really noticing trends in story, character. Yes, we do dig into like the acting, the casting, the marketing. Um, I guess if I could get emotional for just like one second, I'm just so grateful to both Libby and Scott because, you know, this is like a time commitment for us. And like, you know, we are juggling sound constraints, you know, we live together and things like that. And it's like, you have to juggle people's schedules and stuff like that. And it's just been so awesome to have you guys along for the ride. And like, obviously the Tropic Thunder is like one of my favorite episodes, but also just the fact that you do listen and the fact that you do like support us and post about it. Like, I think it's a very privileged position to have partners that are supportive. And so we see you and we appreciate you. We see you and we appreciate you. And brings to you. are very lucky. Yeah, we are. I know. We're grateful. Leche. <laughs> yeah, Scott is on the intro. I know. <laughs> special. But no, it's been, it's been fun. And I'm really excited to see what we do in the next 100 episodes. Like, this was like a huge landmark for me. I said to myself you know, when we first started, I was like, okay, 25, like, let's get to 25. And then when we got to 50, I was so stoked. We had Caroline Levich, one of my good friends. So inspiring, like as a writer. And then I remember I was like 75. And then I remember I told you, I was like, Ooh, for our hundredth episode, we should do it live. But the problem with uh, episode podcast like this is like, you're really juggling like, yeah, people's schedules, like those that listen frequently and don't know this about us, we record these episodes, like usually just like one or two or three weeks advance. Like when I was in France, we had a couple banked, but like, we're pretty like, we don't fuck around. So like when you hear us, it's, we keep the smoke fresh as fuck, yeah. baby. <laughs> as fresh as that salad in the big scene <laughs> where everybody has a salad. But anyway, no, I just wanted to ask, cause like, you know, obviously it's the hundred, so we can go long and like, we're grateful for you and thanks for sticking by us and being hilarious and you know i so your thing is like getting to you know 25 50 75 we're at 100 and i still feel like it was yesterday not too far yeah you know behind us that we started this do you remember thing. how this how like what did i say to you when yeah, I you hit me up and you're like you pitched it and you're like yeah what do you think about watching older movies and we see how how they age and we'll call it age like milk. And I said, I'm in. Yeah. And it's funny, like we've always been friends. Like we we're very fortunate to have like a big group of friends. I mean, yeah. But you and I, I don't know if you and I were like one-on-one -on -one close. I remember we would always have like long conversations about movies, but like the podcasters I think also brought us closer as friends because yeah, every week we have like this place to be and this like, it's just like counting on each other. And I think people don't talk about like professional partnerships as much. Like that's really nice. Like to have someone in your corner, that's like, I back you, like, this is a great idea. And also like on the weeks when I'm like, I really can't do this. Like I'm so busy. You're like, I'll edit it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you're my work wife. Yeah. Scott. No, not crossing the table here. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, it's true. It's like really special to do it with someone that you love and that you, you know, we've been guests on a couple podcasts and I think it's nice to see the relationship because you are creating something and God, our, our reach is only like a couple hundred every week. It's growing. We're, we're so grateful, but there are people out there that listen consistently and I'd like to think that they see us kind of maturing over time and they come along with us on the ride and yeah. hopefully it introduces them to movies too. What I hope is happening is that people will see what episode we're doing this week and then they go and watch it and then they can like laugh along with us. Cause it's kind of like, Hey, do you want to watch a movie with us? Your friends, David and Paris who live in LA. And even though you've never met us, you feel like you know us. I don't know. 
Well, we could. We could set up a meet and greet at the den. <laughs> hey, uh, there is a podcast Comic-Con type thing, so let's do that. Let's get to there. Fuck face. You, you can know. go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. I don't know if I should just beep his name out no. in this every single time. I mean, time. you gotta edit it. <laughs> Maybe. You so. said it about 70 Yeah, you might have a lot of editing to do. Well, uh, Scott Ash... Uh, what can you tell our listeners about you? Usually we do like a thing where it's like, okay, thanks to our guests for coming. But I think people know you. You're my partner. And what's your deal? You hate this one guy. and I don't hate this one where? guy. That's <laughs> the funny, this shit went off the rails. Wait, I was looking for this guy. <laughs> I have no ill will against this one guy. Scott wants to box this dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dance off. This guy could be getting flamed right now. <laughs> I do not have any ill will. <laughs> That's what he wants you to know. Uh, You're an editor. You're in I'm search of works. I got works. Okay, some, but you know, if someone wants to pay you more money to do more things, I always take the money. Okay, you can find him at Scottish. I will do the next Maitland Ward film. <laughs> I will dance you off. <laughs> Yeah, plug your uh, Scott. Plug your website because I've I've shared your uh, work with people. He recently discovered that it was not working because he forgot to pay the bill, but it's back. Uh, yes, it wasn't the, like the website's so, online. He's again. not like poor, but he just Scott. His like credit card like expired. Yeah, you got to put auto pay. Like, yeah. He's not like he's not like going to the Hamptons and spending thousands of dollars on leather outfits that don't fit. Scott, I heard your website is sex fit the Avenue. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about Mathis? <laughs> For laser. The tequila of this podcast just went off the rails. Uh, okay, so you're at Scott Ash. ScottHQAsh.com. You can do a lot of things. I can do things. Very talented man. Libra. Libra. (laughs) What do you do? Neither of which are my (laughs) For a Libby. (laughs) The official girlfriend of tequila. (laughs) What do you do, babe? Um, I work for a music company, pretty well known. Um, I don't know if I should name it. If I anyone, mean, I guess who okay. cares? Um, if anyone, I work for Warner Music. Say what you do. And I run e-commerce, which is merchandise for the music industry. But if anyone wants to sponsor her to start her own thing. Yeah, I'm taking donations to PayPal. my personal <laughs> bank Maybe account. Maybe we should sell you at like an auction <laughs> yes, to raise money. Please. Terry Crews. $40,000. She should put her feet on the table at dinner. <laughs> Uh, She'll order a steak. Mm-hmm. What else do you order? Lobster with un- extra onions. Ribs, yeah. Yeah. Extra it's onions. Not a really good, actually. Well, that is very, ooh, ooh, what do you got there? Uh, Ollie got this. Uh, you must have chucked that OG. Sweat. Wow, he's back in the net. What a laser. Libby is a very hard worker, and you're very good at what you do. Thank you. She grinds. And uh, yeah, babe, I appreciate you. And every time I'm like, babe, I'll text you later. I'm doing a podcast. She's like, get that shit, son. I'll Send say, me a dick I'm pic. Coming, I'm gonna, coming over tonight to do laundry. And he's like, you can't. I have a podcast. I'm like, cool. I'll wash my clothes in the sink. <laughs> One day soon, we'll have a proper studio. We usually record these from our homes. Can but... the studio have a washer dryer in it? Yeah. <laughs> so Libby can do go. laundry. <laughs> comes <by. Exactly. laughs> she comes by. Uh, well, thanks so much, guys, for supporting us and for laughing about this podcast. Really, it's more about 
all of us than the film itself. But um, this was a silly one to watch. Like I said, two white chicks are already here. David, you would definitely go out with one of those guys as a white woman. That's a fact. You'd be like, I'm <laughs> wait, sold. David is a white woman or them as white? No, they're white women. He's like, what's up? We'd have okay. some D1 basketball babies, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, the the hands was enough yeah. to give it away. My God. Uh, but it is that time of the podcast where we have to shout out someone from the cast or crew. Yeah, Le blah blah. What? Scott, who have you got? Do you already know? <laughs> Danny Elfman? Who do you, yeah, I'm going to shout out Danny Elfman, who had literally zero involvement in this film. I thought he wrote I, I thought he started Ford and Laser. <laughs> Danny Elfman, the CEO. Okay, if you're you're so smart, who are you shouting out? I'm shouting out the two first assistant editors. Okay, uh, Jordan Nakamba and Catherine Catherine Chase. Catherine is it was just literally Catherine, and you're like Catherine. I tried to upscale it. Oh, I see. It's just Catherine. It's (laughs) Catherine Chase. Assistant editors are like the workhorses of the uh, post production. They make the fucking movie happen. So yeah, they probably the movie wouldn't exist without these two. They get like a pretty good day rate, but they don't get anywhere near. Well, anyway, what are their names again? Uh, Jordan Akamba and Catherine Chase. Jordan and Catherine, we see you and we appreciate we you. We see you and we appreciate Lip, blah, blah, you. Lip who you got? Oh, guys, I might have messed this up. Well, I wanted to do the music just because that's kind of my thing. Yeah. But, um, so his name is Teddy Castellucci. That's a hot name. You're Italian, so. (laughs) No, she isn't. Her last name is Liberace. (laughs) Pretty sure that's Spanish. Don't know. It's also not my last name. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's called a joke. But wait, so who are you shouting out? Um, Teddy Castellucci, just based on the soundtrack alone. So good. Um, I think that this was the soundtrack of my high school career. We had If I Could Fall. Yeah. Into Maroon them. 5 was in there. I think this there was some black eyed peas. Mm-hmm. I think there was some no doubt. There was mm-hmm. Beyonce Cent. and Jay-Z. There was Beyonce. Unlike Shazam, they did get the main artists yeah. to come in. So. Yeah. So I think um, mm-hmm. I'll be playing that soundtrack for the next couple of weeks, probably, just to relive high school. Yeah. What's his name again? Stan Alucci. Um, t- Teddy. I almost said Tony. Teddy. We Teddy s- Castellucci. Castellucci. We see you and we appreciate you. We see you and we appreciate you. David, who do you have? I went with Martin Astells. Astles? I'm an Astells man. I think it's Astlace. It's Astlace. He's got Astlace? <laughs> Scott's like, what the fuck? Um, he was in the makeup and special effects department. Which was great. Why? Because... This whole movie is about prosthetics, special effects. My man worked on The Watchmen, Chronicles of Riddick, G.I. Joe Retaliation, and a movie you should all go and watch, Apocalypto. Mel Gibson, who is a racist, 
He sucks, but the movie overall. Mm-hmm. He's, de- he's actually not from Australia, just so you know. He was he, born in New York. He was so. born in New York, then moved to Australia. Yeah, no, Valid but no, point. he didn't. Uh, I disown him. We have to own Justin Bieber. Let's fuck. I liked, he's Canadian, first of all. Yeah, what but the, the Canadians fuck? made us own him. No, we love Justin. What did he do? But Apocalypto is a great story. <laughs> um, great movie. So I thought this movie was big on the makeup department. They probably spent hours in the chair. And that is huge for a movie like this. So Martin. Asley. Asley's. A-S-T-L-E-S. Martin Martin (laughs) Asley's. We see you. We appreciate you. I appreciate your contribution for this. And I've seen a lot of movies you worked on, my dude. So thank you. My dude. Uh, Okay. I'm lost. Well, I also went for someone with a hilarious name. I went for Michael Babcock. (laughs) And why'd you he, why'd you pick that name? Because I love Terry Crews and his tongue and his because <laughs> he's he's in the sound department and he's great. Terry Crews in the sound? No, department? no, not this this Michael Babcock guy. He worked on Green Eggs and Ham, which is apparently a TV show that obviously I have to see. Father the Bride, which came out recently, which uh, stars two of my favorites, um, Isabella Merced and Adriana Ojorno, who were both in Sweet Girl, which I worked on, which was fun. Um, he worked on The Candyman, which was a terrifying film. Uh, the new one, which I have not seen. Uh, Wonder Woman, just like a million things. Co- uh, Coastal Elites. Sound is such an important part of film, you know, and we don't take that for like we take that for granted. I'm so drunk. Holy shit. Think, <laughs> think about this. Um, we don't like silence. As human beings, I, I either heard something or read something the other day, and it's like we do not like that. So I don't know think about how, that. Like, uncomfortable you are. Have you ever ridden in an elevator with somebody else and there's no music? That's different, though. I thought you meant like silence, like the country, where you're like, "Ooh, this no, is." No, nice. I'm just saying, like, like if people want to talking. your point, music's so important. It's a whole nother. Just laugh. You know what I mean? It's like we feel. A little awkward sometimes in complete silence, especially around other people. So music, to your point, and sound adds so much to film to get us in that mood, to get us in that scene. And it's such a you can't just throw a random song. It pro- it takes a lot of time to pick what is the feeling of this specific scene. And that's why we thank Kanye West for scoring this song. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. I think you're gonna have to chop that part out. It's fine. We can. Add, we have the edit. Bad joke. <laughs> yeah, it could go either way. I could like hashtag Kanye West, and people would listen no, to it. We it would be trending. Yeah. Fuck no. I, I, I don't think this podcast is is about that. No. Sorry for. Doc Scott is here in the building. Did you say Doc Scott? Doc. Dark. Dark. I like Doc. Dark Scott is in the building. Black Swan. All right. Well, now it's the time where we everyone finish your drinks. Cheers to thee. Cheers to thee. You finished yours already? No, that's okay. All right. Do you think this podcast has aged like milk or not? Libby, we'll go first. You said this movie or this podcast? You you just said this podcast. laser. Declare of forgetting. I'm gonna go with yes and yes. No, we're not talking about the podcast. We're talking about the film. <laughs> but you just but, said podcast. Okay, well, back it up. <laughs> so, this is the time where we decide if this film, there it is, has aged like milk or not. Lib blah blah. What you saying? 
I'm torn because I think there are a lot of controversial things, but I think the funniness of the film outweighs those. So mm. I want to say that no. Ooh, it's fresh. I think it's fresh. I think it's funny. I think you can justify a lot of the things. Well, you can justify seventy <laughs> percent. That's a good amount. Yeah, yeah. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. It's shit's curdled. <laughs> <laughs> it's so age like milk. You could not make this movie again. Today. You don't think so? Right, very, pitch it to me. I'm the exact. You're they, the way it's brothers in they, 2022. They have talked about a sequel for this. Oh yeah, yeah but they, the they never they decided no, not to. It still, it still comes up. But like last they tried to do was like 2014 or okay, something. Okay, Scott, I'm the executive. Pitch it to me. Pitch me this movie <laughs> for now. Now times the sequel. Right. Yeah. How would you like to see a movie about people in whiteface <laughs> and kids getting look looking up skirts mm-hmm. and also um, who's in it? Terry Crews is in it. Oh, we love Terry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, Who else? He's a sexual predator. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Wide, wide tongue, tongue mm. as wide as the earth. Um, I like that. And uh, a porn star's in it, and there's titties in a jar. And, <laughs> and you uh, know, I'm Andy. S- Andy McElfresh wrote it. Okay. And, Andy McElfresh. And, mm-hmm. well, oh, and a bunch of white girls sing the N word. Oh. Sold. Sold. Eighty okay. million dollars. Sold. You know what? Uh, you, it's the end of the year, so things are getting kind of chill. Like, let's circle back in January. Things are getting chill. Uh, David, what do you think about this movie? Oh man, that's that's a hard to follow. Uh, I think this movie. Ooh, it's honestly, it started out rough for me. The only thing that aged for me is the and i might get some backlash the only thing that aged for me is them dressing up like the latin store owners everything else for me he co-signed the panties I was, thing i was okay with well we watched a different version oh you guys really are dark scott because we didn't watch the what a laser unrated, creator dark the unrated version um okay. so I, I might have to see the unrated version but interesting the theatrical version that i watched um i thought that Aids like milk a little bit, but the rest of the movie, I found myself like, all right, lighten it up, lighten it up, lighten it up, giggling a little, little bit more. I love the Wayne's family just in general. They gave me so many laughs growing up, so that probably played a part in They're it. They're also talented. It's crazy. So fucking talented. So funny. And um, yeah, I'm I'm like a little upset I never saw this movie, but also- Did you love I, watching it? Yeah, ton of times. But also- I take it in like, yeah, those jokes were funny at that time to them and mm. probably to a lot of people because people weren't speaking up how we do a lot of the times. Like, can't do the drug thing in the girl's drink or you can't do this. You know what I mean? So I, I think this movie, it's specks of mold in the milk. Mm. But if you were to sift that out, I'll, I'll probably take a little sip. Okay. I'm torn about this film, to be fair, same as Libs. I think, you know, as a white woman, I think it's like a very hilarious vehicle to make fun of some racist shit that white people say, like the Denzel comment, which I thought was really like, just, she knows like one black guy and that's the comment. But I can't get past the Mexican face. I can't get past the date rape drugs joke. I, yeah, I, I feel like this is a milk that I would drink out of white guilt, 
and be like, mm, so good. Like, I see what you're trying to say, but I wouldn't, I, it, it's yeah. I drank it cause I feel bad because I'm like, I see what you're trying to say, but it's, I don't, it's yeah. It's gone bad over time. I think. Yeah. This is what I love about this podcast though, because all of us had different answers mm-hmm. and different perspectives on different parts of this movie. And this is, these are good conversations. Yeah. Right? But all of us can agree that. that no. What a laser tequila. That Terry Crews is a national treasure. Oh, he is. Capital. For oh, sure. Yeah. Would not say no. I'd put that uh, picture of him in my house. The painting of yeah. him with the fur? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is 100 episodes, guys. Uh, it's quite an achievement. Uh, thank you so much to... We're fist pounding right now. Oh, we're all doing it. We're all doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Power Takes a village. It does take a village. Um, but Fortaleza, thanks so much for sponsoring this vibe. What you do. And our first sponsor. Mm. And it was episode. Honestly, it's special to me because I love their tequila. I've been drinking it for a long time. Um, like any work function I go to, I look for it at the bar. So more places should carry it. It's probably one of the top tequilas out there. And it is tasty, baby. <laughs> it's a truth serum for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he literally did. <laughs> He's the one of Fire Scott. <laughs> no, he, no, did. Composer for Nightmare or for uh, uh, yeah. uh, Nightmare on Christmas, Night, Coast uh, Ride, yeah, Beetlejuice Two, uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice Two. But I know what I know. Wait, <laughs> is it Beetlejuice Two? Wait, so hold on. Do they greenlight Beetlejuice Two? I yeah, know. it's going to be... Uh, uh, I'm too drunk for this. I cannot find when this movie's coming out. Because, like, look at the graphic, David. Look at it. With Michael Keaton. Yeah. No? Wait, no? Pirates Keaton's of the Caribbean. Seth Graham. Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. I guess it is. It's <laughs> a shit show. What the fuck? Is Michael Keaton in Beetlejuice no. 2? Oh, no, no. here. Movie Web says, <laughs> Beetlejuice 2, what we hope to see in the long-awaited sequel. It's happening. We, but Michael Keaton's not in it? No. He is. It says he's in it. Stupid. I read that it was Tim Burton doing it with, with what's this, the fuck this face? Jack Sparrow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Are you no, serious? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. There you go. That's, how can my brain not think of it? I don't want it. Why are you taking off your headphones? We're not oh, quite we're not done, done yet. Ford Laser <laughs> brings you. That's <laughs> not time. Um, it's it's just, just calling people we, Ford Laser. What is his name? Andy McDowell? No. I'm not going to say his name again because I'm already going to like be like, David, I know you're editing the podcast. You can only say his name four times <laughs> total. Sued. We're, we're sure. so sued. Uh, anyway, uh, Ford Laser, this is the outcome. Yeah. Have it with your friends. Uh, no, seriously, I'm excited. Dude, we did damage on that bottle. Uh, okay, well, we have to do the episode sometimes. So, Laser, thank you so much for being our first sponsor. I had a great time laughing hysterically with you. Um, and to our lovely guests, Scott and Libby, thank you for coming. We appreciate you. Where can thank they you. find you? Thank you for having us. Yeah, where can they find you? 
Scott, what do you, do you want people to find you? <laughs> didn't we Please, yeah. never find oh, me. You didn't drop your Social media. IGs, your twits. I mean, you don't have to. It's kind of private. You're not like celebrities. No. You know, if you need to find me, you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for now. 100 episodes. If you've listened all the way through this episode, congrats to you because I feel like it's a million hours long. Uh, but David... You should go ahead and check your fridge. And make sh- fuck faces. <laughs> Let's Uh I gotta remember what I say at the end. Breast <laughs> milk is gross. Is that it? Yeah. Breast okay. milk is gross. Breast yeah. milk? Gross. Breast, breast milk is breast okay. milk. Okay, well... That's some breast milk. Uh, no, that's the show. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you at 101. Mm. What a challenge. Love y'all. Thank Love you. Thanks for listening. Bye.